Our thanks to our great band, to Jared, and also um, um, for Mr. Johnson for sharing his trumpet with us this morning. What a fantastic job. So speaking of love this morning, uh, we have a great scripture text. It comes from uh, John's first letter to the early church. So let me invite you, if you're here in person, uh, to stand for the reading of this text. And if you're listening online, uh, to listen up for God's good word for us this morning. So from 1 John chapter 4, beginning with verse 9. This is how God showed God's love among us. God sent God's one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that God loved us and sent God's Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us. And God's love is made complete. May God bless this reading of this ancient text and help us to understand its implications for us not only at Christmas, but all year long. Thanks so much, and you may be seated. Let's pray together. Gracious Lord, for the gift of this day, we give you thanks for the great music that we have heard, for your presence that we have already felt in this place. We pray now that as we reflect on today's text and song, you might speak to us. Your words of love and light, that we might be vessels of your love and light in all the world. We ask these things in Christ's holy name. Amen. So as you well know by now, we've been sharing a worship series this Advent season entitled A Very Beatles Christmas. Uh, through this series, we have used a variety of Beatles songs, uh, such as Here Comes the Sun, The Long and Winding Road, and Let It Be, uh, to help us prepare for the celebration of our Lord's birth this year. Well, today we come to the fourth Beatles song in our journey, and that song obviously is All You Need Is Love. Now, the first time the Beatles performed this song in public uh, was actually for a television special entitled Our World Project. Now, the special aired on June 25, 1967, and was the first live television uh, special to be broadcast in all five continents throughout the world. It was viewed by over 400 million people. The special included performances not only by the Beatles, but by musicians from 17 different countries. And it was designed to promote the need for peace and for love in a world that was literally being torn apart by war and civil unrest. As a result, John Lennon, who was asked to write a song for the special, uh, said, I wrote the song, All You Need Is Love, with two intentions in mind. First, he said, I wanted to write a song that was simple enough for people all over the world to sing and to understand. Second, however, he said, I wanted the song to remind people that what we really need, what we truly need to deal with the complex issues that we have to deal with in our world is love. Love, love. Well, you know, in a much bigger way, I think that's God's intention for Christmas, isn't it? I mean, Christmas is about the love of God that comes down to us through the birth of the babe of Bethlehem. And through the babe of Bethlehem, through Jesus, God intends to give me and to give all of you and to give the whole world the kind of love we truly need. So here's the question. What kind of love comes down to us at Christmas? What kind of love do I need, do you need, does the whole world need? 
this morning, I'd like us to explore that. The first kind of love we need, I believe, is unconditional love. Unconditional love. You know, in his book, The Art of Loving, Eric Fromm said this, To be a healthy human being, we need to know that we are loved. We need to know that we are loved not because of what we've accomplished, not because of something we have achieved, not because we've done something valuable, but simply because we are. Simply because we are. To be loved unconditionally, Fromm says, is at the heart of what all of us are searching for. Now, if that's true, and I believe it is, the good news is that's the kind of love that God gives us at Christmas. And I think 1 John 4 puts it beautifully when it said, this is love, not that we loved God, but that God loved us and sent God's Son. See, this text reminds us of something incredibly important. It reminds us that God's love for each and every one of us, which comes down to us in the babe of Bethlehem, which comes to us in Jesus the Christ, is not a love we have to earn. It's not a love based on what we've accomplished. It's not a love based on what we've achieved or, or what we have. No, it's an unconditional love. It's a love you and I get simply because we are. Now, the closest thing I can come to giving you a picture of the unconditional love that I believe God has for each of us comes from the experience I had uh, when my first son was born 34 years ago. Now, i got to tell you, when Zach came out of the womb, he was not the most beautiful baby I had ever seen. I mean, he was slightly blue, and he was extremely messy. Uh, his head was fairly misshapen, and he was peeing straight up in the air. And yet, in spite of the way he looked, in spite of the mess that he was making, in spite of the fact that he had never, ever done anything for me, I felt a rush of love. For that child. An incredible rush of unconditional love for that child to come into the world. We see in a much bigger way. That's the love that comes down to us at Christmas. Not because we love God first, but because God loved us. God sent God's son. God sent the babe of Bethlehem. God sent Jesus to remind us no matter who we are, where we've come from, what we have done or have not done. We are loved. Loved with an unconditional love. And that's a love we all truly need. Second, I believe the love that comes to us at Christmas is also a redemptive love. A redemptive love. Now, what is redemptive love? Well, the word redeem literally means this. To regain something. To regain something that has been lost, to liberate one who is captive, to return one who is dead to life. What does this have to do with us? Well, there are times when you and I lose our way in life, right? There are times when we find ourselves captive to unhealthy behaviors that, that not only hurt us, but hurt people that we love. There are times when we find ourselves experiencing death, the death of relationships, the death of a job, the death of a dream, the death of someone we dearly love. And in those times, what you and I need is redemptive love. 
We need a love that can put us back on the right path. We need a love that can help us break those unhealthy behaviors. We need a love that can help us find new beginnings, new life. Well, John reminds us that God sends us that kind of love in the babe of Bethlehem, in Jesus. As 1 John put it, God sent God's Son into the world so that we might find life through Him. Thinking about that a couple of weeks ago when the news came out that Toyota was going to build a $1.3 billion plant at the Greensboro Randolph mega site. Now, probably most of you know this plant, which will provide 1,700 great paying jobs, is going to be a game changer for our community. What you may not know, however, is one of the key people behind the mega site deal with Toyota is a member of our church. His name is Mike Solomon. And over the last 10 years, 10 years, Mike, who's a civil and environmental engineer by training, gave much of his time and his talents and his energy and his life to find, to help fund, and to help market the mega site. And he did it out of love for our community. He did it out of love for people in our community whose jobs and lives he hoped to redeem from the devastating losses they experienced when the textile industry disappeared in the late 1990s and early 2000s. Now, Mike is not Jesus, but here's the thing. His redemptive love for our community reminds us of the redemptive love of God. For in the birth of Jesus, the babe of Bethlehem, God's redemptive love comes down to help us when we've lost our way. Teach us to live life in healthy ways and enable us to find new life when we've experienced death. It's a love that we all need. Third, however, the kind of love that we need is inclusive love, inclusive love. You know, if there's anything the events of 2021 have taught us, it's that I need and you need and our world needs this kind of love. I mean, from the attack on the U.S. Capitol in January to the trial of Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd in April to the chaotic withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan in July to the latest high school shooting in late November, we have been reminded of the racial and economic and political boundaries that separate us from one another. And we've seen the damage and the destruction and the death and the pain that the failure to navigate those boundaries can cause in the lives of all kinds of people. We've been reminded of how desperately we need a love that can help us build bridges instead of barriers, enable us to acknowledge the value of every human life, help us treat all people with justice and the respect that they deserve because every person is a child of God. You know, the good news is we get that kind of love at Christmas. At Christmas, we get one who, from the moment of his birth, began the work of bringing us together through the power of God's inclusive love. If you don't believe me, think about the people who were present at the nativity. In Luke's story, there's Mary, right? An unwed mother and her fiancé, Joseph, a peasant carpenter. 
two people from this tiny village in Nazareth who are so poor they can't even afford a decent place to stay. And then there are shepherds. Now, we usually romanticize the shepherds, right? We think of them as these kind and gentle men who care for sheep and quietly gaze at the sky at night. The first century shepherds were nothing like that. They were considered outcasts, misfits. And then in Matthew's gospel, they're the magi. I mean, Matthew reminds us that unlike Mary and Joseph and even the shepherds, these magi weren't even Jewish. Instead, Matthew says these were men from the east. They were wealthy Gentile foreigners. The scholars tell us may have been from places like Iran or Afghanistan or, or India or even China. And yet there they are. All gathered around the babe of Bethlehem. Men and women, wealthy and poor, Jews and Gentiles, rural folks and city folks, people with honorable reputations and people with questionable status. See, their presence reminds us that the, God, the love that comes down to us at Christmas is an inclusive love. Last week, my wife was keeping one of our grandchildren in Virginia. And while she was there, she became very familiar with a band called the Wiggles. Now, if you're a parent of a preschool, you probably know the Wiggles. But Pam and I didn't know this band. Evidently, they're an Australian band that makes music for children. So Pam discovered the Wiggles have lots and lots of Christmas songs. There's Go, 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 Santa, Go. Uh, there's Wiggly, Wiggly Christmas. And there's Ring-a-Ding-a-Ding-Dong. But Pam said her favorite Wiggles Christmas song was The World is One on Christmas Morning. You know, when I asked her why that was her favorite Wiggles Christmas song, this is what she said. It's my favorite because it reminds us to set aside the boundaries that separate us and love one another, not just at Christmas, but all year long. First John 4 says God sent God's Son to show God's love for us. But God also sent God's Son to remind us to love one another. The love that comes down to us at Christmas is an inclusive love. Finally, I think we need a sacrificial love. What do I mean by this? Well, as you know, the babe of Bethlehem who quietly lays in the manger will one day lay down on a cross in the city of Jerusalem. Or he will be crucified to death. As John says, he will give his life as an atoning sacrifice. Why? Because anyone who loves and calls others to love unconditionally, redemptively, and inclusively must be willing to pay a price. Last week, I was talking with my friend William Wynn. William's a member here at Christ Church. William told me about a Christmas when he and his family were living in New York. William said, that Christmas, I decided to go down to the Western Auto and buy my son a bike. On Christmas Eve, however, after the kids went to bed, I opened the box to put the bike together, and I discovered one of the wheels was missing. 
William said, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew one thing, and it was this. My son was not going to wake up on Christmas morning to find a bike under the Christmas tree that was missing a wheel. So he said, I called the police. And I told them what happened. And to my amazement, do you know what they did? They helped me track down the manager of the Western Auto Store and told him what had happened with the bike. And at 6.30 a.m. on Christmas morning, that manager met me at the store, opened a box containing a brand new bicycle, and gave me the wheel I needed. What's the point of the story? William Wynn loved his son. And he was willing to go to any link he had to, make any sacrifice he needed to, to show his son how much he was loved. Listen, William's story reminds us that the love that comes down to us at Christmas in Jesus and the babe of Bethlehem is a sacrificial love. For Jesus would go to any link he had to go. He would even lay down his life on a cross to show us that we are loved unconditionally, to love us redemptively, to show us that God's love is inclusive. And to call us to love one another in the very same way. All you need is love, the Beatles sang. All you need is love. All you need is love, love. Love is all you need. What kind of love do I need? What kind of love do you need? What kind of love does the world need? We need the love that comes down at Christmas. An unconditional love. A redemptive love. An inclusive love. And a sacrificial love. Thanks be to God. That's the kind of love he gives. Let's pray together. Well, gracious Lord, for the gift of the love of Christ that comes down to us at Christmas, we give you thanks. It is a love that comes to us, not cheaply, but with a heavy price. We pray, O oh Lord, that in the midst of the joy and the celebration of this season, we might remember the kind of love our Lord comes to bring. And we might invest our lives in sharing that kind of love, not only with family and friends, but with all people, all your children, who cross the path of our lives this year. We ask all these things in the name of the love that comes down at Christmas the babe of Bethlehem, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.